Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Let's share a word of prayer. Father, we are grateful unto you. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your word that's anointed. We are not leaving this place the same because your word is blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. Are you excited to be here? Beautiful. We want to consider 2 Chronicles 31 verse 5. And as soon as the commandment came abroad, the children of Israel brought in substance or substance in abundance, the first fruit of corn, wine, and oil, and honey, and all the increase of the field. And the tithe of all things brought they in abundantly. And the tithe of all things brought they in abundantly. Praise the Lord. Please take your seat. We are considering covenant of tithing part two. This is our month of covenant. And our objective is to, first of all, receive the blessings in the covenant package. And then secondly, is to also understand what it takes, the keys, the principles that will deliver these covenant blessings unto us. In doing so, at the first service, we considered the covenant of tithing because it is one of the cardinal pillars for the release of the covenant blessings. And so it is important that we speak about tithing as a covenant lifestyle. Praise the Lord. And in the first service, we learned about three facts about the tithe. Now, here in the verse we have read, before I mentioned the three facts about the tithe unto you, and then the three that we will learn also here. The Bible is telling us that as soon as the commandment came abroad, the children of Israel brought in abundance the first fruit of corn, wine, and oil, and honey, and all the increase of the field, and the tithe of all things brought day in abundantly. So here we see that under the law, the tithe was a commandment for them to bring. They were commanded to bring the tithe, and they were commanded to bring the first fruit. Leviticus 27 verse 30 says, bring in all the tithe. 
Say all. Because the tithe belongs to God. It is holy unto God, which means it is set aside for God only. It is for the use of God. It is consecrated unto God. If a man touches it, it becomes an accursed thing because it belongs to the spirit. Now, there are a few things we need to know about the tithe. Praise the Lord. Are you ready for it? Okay. One of the facts about the tithe, I'm giving you six facts. And I'm starting with the first three we did in the first service. Number one, we said that the tithe existed long before the law of Moses. Genesis 14, 18 to 20. The tithe existed long before the law of Moses. That is, Abraham paid tithe to Melchizedek before Moses was born. Before the law came. Number two, the tithe was commanded by the law of Moses. The people at the time, when the law of Moses came into play, they were commanded through the law, by the law, to give their tithe. Praise the Lord. And that's Leviticus 27 verse 30. And then we have seen also in Second Chronicles 31 verse 5. That under the law, it was a commandment that you couldn't default. Bring in the tithe. Then the tithe, number three. The tithe was commanded by the prophet of the last book of the Old Testament. Malachi 3.10. The tithe not only was it commanded under the law, but was also commanded by the prophet of the last book of the Old Testament. That is, before we made a transition into the New Testament, the prophet whose last book was put there, he commanded that the tithe should be brought, Malachi 3.10, unto the storehouse of the Lord. So here, the prophet, the law, but the key thing you need to take is that the tithe was a practice in existence before the law and the prophet. Praise the Lord. Is it clear unto you? Number four. The tithe is recognized, received, and recorded in heaven. Under the New Testament, the tithe, write it, write it down. The tithe is recognized. It is received. It is recorded or registered in heaven. Hebrews 7, 8. Let's read it. In Hebrews 7, 8, the Bible says, And here men that die receive tithe. But there he received them, of whom it is witness that he liveth. And he's talking about Jesus. That when you bring your tithe here, I being a, a priest who is natural, I receive it. And it is recognized. Men that die receive the tithe. And when we receive it, it is recognized. Then it is received. Because but there he received the high priest there in heaven, Christ. He receives it 
and it is registered witness whom it is witnessed that he is alive. So the the tithe is recognized, is received, and is registered or recorded in heaven. So if you don't honor the tithe, same process. God knows he's giving you. It is recognized that he's giving you, but it has not been received. And I'm sure the record there will indicate that this person did not honor the tithe. Hey. Number five. The tithe was confirmed by Apostle Paul in the New Testament. Apostle Paul confirmed, authenticated the payment of tithe under the New Testament of grace. Same Hebrews 7, 8. It is largely believed that Apostle Paul was the author of this book. And the fact that he was the apostle who was mainly known for the grace message. That under the grace, on the premise that he is the author of the book of Hebrews, which is going to the end of the New Testament, he recognized that men who pay tithe here, their tithe is received by human priests and it is received, recognized by human priests, received and recorded or registered in heaven. And that is the apostle of grace speaking. So when people say Paul never mentioned it, Paul never, or under the new covenant, the title is here. Is it not there? The title is clear. If you read down the book of Hebrews, this is not the only place it talks about tithe. It's also talk about the fact that Melchizedek received the tithe because the tithe is not after the order of the Levitical priesthood, but the tithe is after the order of the priesthood of Melchizedek. And Christ's, Christ's priesthood is not after the order of Aaron or the Levite. His priesthood is after the order of Melchizedek. So it is the Melchizedek line of priesthood that receives tithe. So we are not even talking about the law because that, that one day they just came dispensationally to continue what was already in existence. That God wanted to put in perspective for them. I don't know if God is talking to somebody. Jesus, number six, also authenticated the payment of the tithe under the New Testament or the New Covenant. Matthew 23, verse 23. Jesus confirmed, approved, authenticated, validated the payment of tithe under the New Testament or the New Covenant. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. Why is he calling them hypocrites? For ye pay tithe of mint and anise and coming, and have omitted the weightier matters of the law, judgment, mercy, and faith. And hear this. These ought ye to have done, and not to leave the other undone. Is there anything Christ is saying they shouldn't do here? He said, you pay the tithe, but I wanted you also to handle the weightier matters of the judgment, 
mercy, and faith that as commendable as it is for you to pay the tithe, you should not have neglected the doings of judgment, mercy, and faith. That is clear that Jesus did not strike out. He didn't rebuke them for paying tithe. He actually said, it's good you pay, but do this one also. That's why even under the New Testament, the tithe doesn't stand alone. That's why you can't pay tithe and sleep with somebody's husband. It's not honorable. So this is what Jesus is saying that it's good that you pay tithe, but stop following somebody's husband. Have I brought it in today's language? Oh, don't, don't steal. When he said Jesus, he didn't mention tithe. And when he even mentioned tithe, he said there are weightier matters. You need to understand not even Bible, English. What should you understand? Put it there. Have you seen the latter part? This is making reference to those three things. Judgment, mercy, and what? Faith. These ought ye to have done. And not to leave the other undone. The other undone. Specific. Make a mention to the tithe. So I'm just saying that even if you don't understand the Bible. English you should be able to understand. Because English is not spiritual. It's literature. Hey. So these six, six um, facts about the tithe makes you know that whether you belong to Old Testament or New Testament, there is no argument about the fact that tithe is part of our work with God. So what is the tithe? What is the tithe? What is the tithe? Number one, we said that it is the recognition of God's ownership of all things. That you recognize that God owns everything. Number two, it is the practical manifestation of the God-first existence. That is when you pay the tithe, you are practicalizing the fact that God is first in everything. Number three, it is the recognition of God as the secret of man's success. Recognizing God as the secret of man's success, accomplishments, and achievements. That is, God is the secret to my success. Number four, it is the confirmation that you have conquered the spirit of mammon. You have mastery over money. The spirit of money. When you pay tight, it is a confirmation that you are not carnal. You have conquered the spirit. You see, the, the spirit of greed. That makes people serve money. Instead of God, when you pay the tithe, it's a confirmation that you have overcome it. Now, if it is difficult for you to pay the tithe, we know the spirit controlling you. And mammon is not of God. Number five, 
Paying the tithe is a proof of man's obedience to God's instructions. It's a proof of your obedience to God's instructions. Then, it is, number six, right? It is, the tithe is God's seed in man's harvest. Or better still, to rhyme for you, it is God's portion in man's possession. And it's 10%. How many percent? Now, that 10% is for kindergarten faith people. That is, if your faith is not strong, you stay within the 10 and you are fine. Minimum baseline requirement. But for people who want to go higher, they normally do more than the 10, but you can't go below that. Is it clear to somebody here? So, the, the, it's 10 or more. Praise the Lord. It's 10 or more. You see, if you look at people who are into quantitative like positivist, quantitative researchers, they say anything that cannot be measured does not exist. They believe so. And mostly, when you don't give a measure, a standard for which people should live their lives, it's difficult for people to conform and comply. So under the law, the, it, it, the calculation became clear that 10% so that people will just know where not to get below. Praise the Lord. Are you sure you are here? Because some will do 100% because you have learned that even if you give all your goods, so some people can give all their goods, but at least no one should come empty-handed because God has given everyone something. And the least you can appear before God with is a tithe. Of all that God has given you. That is, under no circumstance must you ever live as a child of God without bringing to God what a portion of what he has given you because just a crowd, crowd, there, 10% to be with more, it belongs to God. If you can hear me say, I hear you. Is it clear or it's confusing? So in our service, what is the tithe? In our service, the tithe is the practical manifestation of the God-first existence. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. The practical manifestation of the God-first existence or the practicalization of the God-first existence. Matthew 6, verse 33 says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. 
So here it is clear that because we did not create ourselves, man did not decide to be created. Neither did man decide to be born. Therefore, man cannot decide how he lives. You are the creation and the making of someone. And because you had no decision in your existence, you cannot determine how you live. The creature must submit to the dictates of the creator. And the creator that made you says that, seek me first. So when you wake up, don't eat first. Seek me first. That's the caveat. When you wake up, seek my face first. I don't know if I'm saying something here. And the tithe is practicalizing God first in your existence. That as you exist, God is first in your life. So the tithe is seeking God first with everything that enters into your hands. And let me tell you that it is impossible to think first about God and be last in life. You can never come last in life when you think about God first. Seek ye first the kingdom. When you give the tithe, you are seeking is the practicalization. You see, many things we have heard, they, we leave them in a theory. We leave them by faith. You know, they are things we, we, we believe, we, they are not too physically tangible. But the tithe is one of those things that tangibly shows that you are practicalizing that God is first in your life. So, it is to prove that God comes first in all your investment. So, when you get your salary or any blessing that God brings you through people, through other channels, you set aside the tithe first and doing that is practicalizing that God is first in my life. So we pay tithe to prove that God occupies the first place in our scale of priorities or in our scale of preferences. That is, I cannot receive my income and make a payment for a dress before I make a payment for a tithe. That even if it's not time to come to church, I will set it aside before I start spending from the 90. You can't spend with God's portion in the mix. God's portion with your portion is in the mix. Why? Because God's place is the first place. You see, this is a very important thing because many people pay tight and it doesn't even honor God. Because you can't pay the tithe in the middle. Or you can't pay it in the last. 
Bible said in Genesis 1, 1 that in the beginning, God. Is, just watch it. In the beginning, God. In the beginning, man. Who? God. John chapter 1. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. No man has ever been known to occupy the beginning. The first place. Matthew says 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of man. Kingdom of what? God. Now tell somebody God first. I can't hear you say God first. So when you, are, you have your salary, for instance which is just one channel through which you pay tithe. You divide that 100% in 10 portions. Simple division. Since the tithe is 10%, you will have 10 portions, and one portion of 10 belongs to what? God. And I'm saying that the God-first existence means that when you do that division of 10, it is the very first one. That is the tithe. That is God's place. It's not some last. So you take this first one and you put it aside. Before you go and make a, a payment for water. From the second, third or whatever you want. But don't try making the payment from the first eight. So the tithe is practicalizing that God is first. When you receive it, uh, you, that is why people make standing orders. That's before the money comes, the money is gone. It's not doing, doing, doing. So assuming you bring it to church on Sunday, it is, and it's not, it does not mean don't spend your money. But get a, an envelope and just move it and say, please, you stay here. You belong to the spirit. So I can handle the 90 that belongs to the flesh. Is it clear? Very nice. Tell somebody, it's very nice, Pa. It's powerful. Yesterday, I, there's something... That worked for me somewhere, somewhere, and have some small income be coming from this. So the person told me, say, so which account? Because he has a church account, and he has my personal account. Say, he said, which account should he come in? I said, in my church, this cannot come into it's an abomination. It's a first fruit. He cannot come into my account. What is he doing in my account? It has misroad. It has to go straight into the church account. Man cannot contain God's portion. No. It will break your neck. That's the Bible calls it accursed. So there are people who joke with things. It's everything is, is not serious for you. Things are not too important. So you just play with fire, fire, fire. We are highly inflammable. So when you play with fire, 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 by the time you don't boom. I show. Practicalizing the God first. I cannot spend until God's own has been set aside. It's holy. Tell somebody it's holy. 
Is it clear for somebody now? Very clear. What is the power of this tithe? What's the power of this tithe? It is the scriptural connector to the economy of heaven. The tithe connects you to the economy of heaven. It has what? Talk to me now. Talk to me now. The tithe connects you to what? Now tell somebody there's an economy of the earth. And there's an economy of heaven. What, tell somebody what connects you to the economy of heaven. It's not your education. It's not your prayer. It's your tithe. Malachi chapter 3 verse 10. Malachi. Chapter 3 verse 10. Bring ye all the tithe into the storehouse. That there may be meat in my house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven. Windows of what? And when the windows are opened, what will happen? And pour you out a blessing that there shall not be what? Room enough to receive it. The tithe connects you to the economy of heaven. It connects a man to the inexhaustible supply of God. That is ocean that will never dry. I will pour you out a blessing from the windows of heaven, the economy of heaven, and you will not have room. That is, if you can create room, by paying your tithe, I will fill it. And that room you will create will never be able to contain what I will pour. That is to say that you can never outgive God. Even when it comes to tithing. That you, you honor God with the tithe. He will open a window. He didn't say he will open a door. Just a window. Small window. And of course, I know you know that a window is smaller than a door. And he says that when I open the window, it will connect you from earth to heaven and heaven to earth. And, and your blessing will not be coming through a door. It will be coming through a window. It's like a tube has been connected. It has been connected through a window. Maybe there is a gate crash. So we are connecting you through the window. Let it pour. Let it pour. Let it pour. And he says that it will pour till there will not be room enough. For you to contain. So, question I want to ask. And it's, this is like second round. Because it's second service. And this question is the problem of the day. And it's for 10 point. Who is the greatest beneficiary of the tithe? God or man? Your tithe doesn't change God. It only makes God practicalize 
the manifestation of the spiritual blessings in material terms. I have promised to bless you. But you honor me with the tithe, I convert the spiritual promises into a material blessing for you. And it will be too much than you can contain. This is the blessing of covenant people. And you should believe in it because it will bless you. Praise the Lord. Why should I struggle to release something that will give me more than I can contain? Why? And I said in the first service that the 10% is so small and insignificant that it is difficult for you to believe that it will really produce the blessing God says it will produce. The same reason why you don't have investment. Because in your mind, investment, you must invest a million so that it will count. But all millionaires will tell you that they started investing small. But you don't believe in the 10%. That is why naturally you don't even have savings. Because in your mind, okay, if I put 10 there, 10 there, 10 there, when will I be rich? But people who are rich, they, they said that they put it down small, small. I'm saying that it's the same way people are being poor, it's the same way people are getting spiritually poor. Because it's difficult to believe that the potential blessing is in the 10. Is in the what? Listen to me. At all times, eh, what really shows up is a 10. What really shows up is what? 10 lepers were healed. Only 10% returned to God. One, one, pe, one, pe, one, pe, returned to God. God does not look for the, if one has come, the wholeness will start from there. The parable of the coin. He said that the woman had 10 pieces. And one was me. He left the night. He said, my own that I will look for is the one. It's just one. Just one. I'm saying that there is a blessing in that 10%. And it takes God. May God open your eyes. To see your blessings in the 10%. In a nation like Ghana or anywhere in Africa or in the world where politicians who man the economy are corrupt and their decisions sometimes fall short of the right decision to prosper people, you do not have to give your life totally to the decision-making abilities of malfunctioning politicians. It will cost you. Because political agents and their decisions have caused austerities. It has caused inflation. Depression. It has caused repression. 
This world has a way of melting down. I'm saying that if you are rich, one austerity measure can take away all your riches one day. Here on it. Are you, are you, are you, are you here? Some people were rich in Nigeria about four years ago. Just for their new president to come. Inflation skyrocketed and they have dropped from millionaire to thousand years. Because inflation has just reduced the value of their money. But when you are connected to the heavenly economy, there is no shrinking. Because it will pour you a blessing until you cannot contain. And tithe makes it a possibility. There's something I wrote here, and I wish to say it to you. And here is it earthly resources are subject to earthly conditions, but heavenly resources are excused. From the earthly conditions. Matthew 6, 19 and 20. That is why if you are rich on earth. And inflation can eat your riches. Because earthly resources are subject. To earthly conditions. But he said lay not up for yourselves. Treasures upon earth. Where moth and rust doth corrupt. And where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourself treasures in heaven. Where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt. And where thieves do not break through nor steal. So the earthly treasure cannot be subject to the stealing skills. And the rottenness experience under the earth. These are conditions on the earth. If you mount up tithe in the heavenly place, it says that it cannot be corrupted. So the wealth of a non-titer ends on this world and is subject to the conditions of this world. Praise the Lord. A tsunami can clear the wealth of somebody. He said you are in real estate. When a tsunami comes, you will not be alive. The life of a tither is not tied to the earthly economy because treasures have been laid in heaven. That's why Isaac, when everywhere was dry in Genesis chapter 26, verse 12, watch what the Bible said. Genesis 26, verse 12 says, Then Isaac sowed in that land and received in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. Other people couldn't survive. But Isaac, because he had a connection with heavenly economy, he was still prospering. Please note that people will always be affected because earthly money cannot survive earthly factors. Earthly money, whether it's dollars or pounds, so it cannot survive earthly factors. And let me suggest to you that I'm robbers. Eh? They have abilities to steal. They can even smell. 
where the thing is and they can steal. But you see, they can only steal from things that are grounded. But if somebody's gold bars are in a, a plane airborne and they wrote on the plane, gold plane, and the plane was in the air and they showed them robbers that see the plane with the gold is going. All they will do is sky. Ash. Ash. They would desire to have the gold, but all they can do is ash. Why? Because it is not in their realm. Have you seen any arm robber jump to a plane? From the air to jump. He said, I saw the gold plane, so I jumped and caught the plane and stole from it. No. The heavenly economy says that moth, rust cannot assess it. So it's a blessing to make your investment there. In case the one here start perishing, the one there will start supplying for you for inexhaustible reserve of supply from God. That's why we pay title that God will continually supply great wealth unto you and I. I'm telling you, you see that you are working in the same place with people, but your level is different. Are you here now? Your level is different. It's, because, it's based on where you put your money. You put your money where the money will go, it will go. But if your money is where it will grow, it will grow. Some people, they put their money where the money will go. And others put it where it will grow. So you put it in tithe, you are growing in heaven. And heavenly economy has impact on earthly harvest. Very important. That's why we believe in tithe. Me and my wife, we believe in tithe. This church believes in tithe. We will tithe forever. Because we don't want life to be tight for us. Non-tithers encounter tightness. Tight life. There is no money that will suffice for you. Yes. Because you don't have an inexhaustible supply. Connected. That's why it's a connector. It's what? I can't hear you. It's what? Ask somebody, are you a tighter? Ask them, are you, what, are you, what are you even thinking now? I'd rather tie than spend, though. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's powerful. And you see, you are always blessed when you start tithing earlier. The earlier, the better. Praise the Lord. When you are young and you tithe, you can imagine. For, for example, if you are making, let's say, premium payment for uh, retirement... Eh, retirement insurance. You see that it's better when you are younger. Maybe maximum 30. Then if the retirement is for 60 or 65, you know that you can contribute to that kitty for like 30 years. And that's a lot. But if you start somewhere around 45, wow, wow, 
Second half, no half in our baby. By the time they stop it, you realize that whatever is there, I mean, giving the same premium payment, somebody who started 10 years before or 15 years before you will have more. Yeah. So you see that both of you might go on retirement and sit in your lazy chair and enjoy, but you see that some people, they enjoy more than others. And the arrest is deeper than others. I, I, is God talking to somebody here? Yes. And some people don't have retirement insurance. Yes. They don't. They don't. Once you, everything is in your mouth. Even your, the payment of your snit, you wish it to be given to you. And you don't have second tier. You don't have, you don't have anything. Somebody is asking, what is the second temple? Are we tearing another paper? Please go and ask. Oh. Do you work uh, when you come on retirement. You have nothing. Kofia sad, and you tell your wife, Meraraba, yes, is a pen. Yes, is a pen. Abandon fear, abandonunga, abandon hen. You pick your bag and you go. And when you start paying water bill for the first time, then you say the country is hard. How can, how can it be hard? They, they have been paying for you since. And you didn't make plans to build your own. That's why, from a manager, a boss, Taken care of by the government, you are now a tenant under some small boy who comes to increase rent every three months. And if you don't want, leave my house. May you escape that danger in Jesus' name. Escape it. <laughs> escape it. And if you are a member here, I will prepare you until you escape it. Oh, I'm going to be calling some of you to the office very soon. Please show me where your land is. Show me. Show me. I ask you, how much do you collect? Show me. It's like you dress too much. But you don't have anything. And you know I can do it. And I will do it. I have promised myself that I will do it. Even if you squeeze your face, you cannot shut my mouth. How do it? Especially those of you husbands here. Oh. Those of you are husbands here. Or we will sell your gold trinket. We will sell your watch. We will collect all your shoes. We will leave you about three. Start selling to raise money. To go and make some payment for some mortgage. Come to church, all you have is combination. Bag, bag, shoe, dress with different colors of lipsticks.
put the camera on me. Oh. Salabakuta la Mahaya. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. How should you pay the tithe? Ways to honor the tithe. Number one, tithe with a God-first approach. Tithe with what? That is the first thing that comes to your mind is to separate first the tithe before any kind of spending. Don't put God last. The God-first approach is once I have, my salary tight first. Before any kind of spending. Somebody dashes me money tight first. Before, do you understand? God first approach. That is what honors God. Not just giving it, but honoring God with the God first approach. You can't spend until you have separated God's own. Number two, pay the tithe of all. Pay the tithe of what? All. Oh, Second Chronicles 31 5. The very first part says they brought the tithe of all. Leviticus 27 30. They brought the tithe of all. Bring all the tithe, all your substance, all. Say all. All. Tithe of all. Pay the tithe of all. Both personal and corporate or company tithe. Tithe of all. Some people just pay tithe from their salary. But your salary is not the only point of your income. You work with Francis Robin Company and then you have your personal company called Yakoba. So as Francis Robin pays you salary, you too, you import um, um, lace from Switzerland into Koba Company and you have profit there. So as you pay tight from Francis Robin Company, the salary they give you, you also have to pay tight for your company in Koba. Then the heavens will be opened upon you personally. And then will also be opened upon your company. Praise the Lord. Or else there is nothing in your company that is connected to the heavenly economy. That is why Jews pay corporate tithe. Abraham went to war, came and paid tithe from the spoils of the war. That's his business. Your business cannot grow past your personal level. So most Africans, our business, when we die, it dies. There is no supernatural supplies. Rockefeller, first, maybe first millionaire in dollars, start paying tithe from pennies taught by his mother. He was taught by his mother. There was a man, penny man or something like that. He lost all his destiny. And when they asked, he said, I know where I lost it when I stopped paying the tithe. And so he said, don't pray for me. He just restarted himself and he shot. He shot. 
He is short. J.C. Penny. He is short. Is God talking to somebody here? Pay tithe from your profit. You pay, pay, pay. Profit. Pay tithe from your company. Must, if you really want an open heavens, tithe is a key. It's what? A key that opens the heaven for the covenant person. So, your husband gives you, I said in the first service, when I give my wife money, she pays tithe from the money I give, not the feeding money. That one is aside. Sometimes I give her my wife, like this 10 years now, I say, look, you have been a good wife, so take this for being a good wife. Enjoy. And she will pay tithe out of that because it is income for her. You got it? So all you, you are doing is that, oh, GCB pays me, my salary is where I pay tithe. Every other one you are spending. What is that? Tithe of all. But if you do that, God will shrink your helpers. Oh, yes. Because the tithe is God's portion in your possession. And since his portion is not coming from all the other places, let the, this river dry. Let that river dry. Let that river dry. And some people don't pay a tithe of all because you, you have used your salary to hedge. You have collected car loan, house loan, this loan, that loan. So a salary of 7000 Now what they really give you is 1005 Yes. And you are trying to pay tithe from the thousand five. You are robbing God. Because that is not your salary. You can only lie to yourself that they give me thousand five. But you see, it is not accidental that they give you thousand five. You would have taken them to court. You know you are spending five thousand five or thereabout by loans. So for so many people, instead of paying a tithe of 700 Ghana cities, he comes to pay a tithe of 150 Ghana cities. He say, I receive. How can you even say you receive 1,005? <laughs> I said at the first service, when you continue to behave like that, it is likely that you are defining what your level should be. And you will see that you will really fall from the level of receiving 7,000 to the level of receiving 1,005 so that your real tithe will meet what your level is. Uh, that's why some people lose their, their job. There are, but I mean, you will never lose your job in Jesus' name. But they lose their job and then they now come they suffer to look for a job. Uh, when they go and say, oh, We'll pay you thousand five. say, Yeah, 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 Meji. Meji. You didn't want the seven thousand. So you know how you say. So me, when I want to move up in wealth, I change the coordinate of my tithe. I change from assuming I'm paying 1,000 Ghana, I'm expecting to move up. I start changing to 1,005, 
2000 achenje achenje because it is by 10% are you here now tithe of all tithe of all something you cannot ignore the tithe from some things too powerful praise the lord Somebody dashed me a watch. I told you, as I saw that watch and I paid the tithe first before we even started talking about anything. That's tithe. Praise God. You have a job, you have a school, you have this, you have something working by the side for you. You know this. Don't try to, you know, muffle things together and do like you don't know what is happening. Tithe of all. How do you honor the tithe? Is it a good message? The tithe is to be brought into the storehouse raw. Bring the tithe to the storehouse raw. Malachi 3:10. Malachi 3:10. Don't buy anything for the church with a tithe. So I've seen that the church needs detergents. The church needs brooms. The church needs a car. So I've used my tithe to buy a car for the church. No. He said, "Bring ye all the tithe into the storehouse." He didn't say go to the market with the tithe. Are you here now? I mean I mean you feel like okay you have located a gap in the church blah 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 blah. I think the church needs instrument. So I've used my tithe to buy the 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 modern instrument for the no. It is not within your power to determine what the tithe is used for. God has put people there and has mandated the spending of the tithe. He trusts them enough. So you bring it to God. If you want to buy a car for the church, buy it from your 90. That's where you have control. Are you here now? You say, "Oh, pastor, I've used my tithe to buy this thing for the church." No, you are wrong. What you bought is right, but you are wrong. It's misappropriation of God's funds. Because if you owe me and you see that my shoe is not correct, and you say, "Okay, when I was coming to pay you, I saw a nice shoe by the shoe shop, and I thought that when I saw your shoe yesterday, it was not nice." So I use your money to buy this nice shoe for you. I will collect the shoes and still hook you. Give me my money. Who sent you? Tell somebody don't use your tithe to buy anything for the church. If you want to buy for the church, buy from your 90. Can you clap your hands for the Lord? Number what? Number four. Pay the tithe faithfully and tirelessly. Let's look at Galatians six nine. Pay the tithe faithfully 
and tirelessly. And let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. So pay it faithfully means that be consistent in your payment. Don't break it. Some pay, some don't pay, or some pay some months or some weeks, and then they drop some, some weeks. Or let's say you are a monthly salary worker, you pay January, February, March, April, May, then you drop June because the pressure of school fees was too much there and say, I will continue July. When you break like that, it means you, are trying, you have to start the cycle all over again. And in real Bible terms, eh, you should pay interest of 20%. Why? Leviticus 27. <laughs> 30 and 31. <laughs> <laughs> and all the tithe of the land, whether of the seed of the land or of the fruit of the tree, is the Lord's. It is holy unto the Lord. And if a man will at all redeem out of his tithe, he shall add thereto the fifth part thereof. Fifth part is dividing hundred by five. What is the percentage? 20. But to go away from all this legal, whatever, whatever, don't destroy the cycle, the pattern. Some people pay and then leave two months, and by God say, okay, 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 okay. Until you sort that thing out, you are not faithful yet. Because you know, blessings come through faithfulness. So you just leave and then it's like you are starting class one again. You go. So I would rather not pay at all than pay 11 months and leave one month. I will chop the whole year. But if I'm paying, I can't pay in vain. I must complete the cycle to receive my full rewards. Praise the Lord. Is somebody getting some understanding here? Then finally, pay the tithe in your spiritual place. Pay it in your spiritual place. If you are a member of the keeper, that you should know who your pastor is. You should know what your church is. Don't take, as a member of this church, don't take your tithe to T.D. Jakes Ministries. That is not your church. This is, he said, bring the tithe to the storehouse that there will be meat. Meat from where you feed. And this Sunday, you are here. Are you not feeding? Hello? Is T.D. just your pastor here? This is not Porter's house. Meat from where you eat. So you can't say, oh, I think I like that Joseph Prince. I like his ministry. So I'm sending my title. You can't. You can't. 
You will bring your tithe to your local church. And you can even decide to send all your 90 to TDJs or Joseph Prince. That is fine. It is also scriptural. But the 10 dear, it must be in the place where you feed on a regular basis. Is it clear? Are you sure it's clear? Are you sure it's very clear for somebody? So under normal circumstances, should you say, I'm sending my tithe to the orphanage or the year shopping at Koma orphanage? Look, it's nice, but you don't use the tithe to do that. Praise the Lord. It's a blessing to shop for orphanage, but not from the tithe. You see, don't try to embark on a blessed adventure by securing something that is not a blessing. Okay, don't use the material of blessing to secure something that is not a blessing. But you can use the tithe to service orphans. Use your 90. That one is because the tithe is not yours. If you don't bring it, God says you robbed me. That's you have stolen from me. Hello. Is it a good message on tithe you have heard? Say I'm connected to the heavenly economy. That's why some of us never suffer. Because our supplies come from God. Praise the Lord. Since I started preaching, have I said you'll be cursed if you don't pay the tithe? You need to know what you are missing. I used to even preach that maybe if you don't pay the tithe, you'll go to hell. And my, my mind at that point was that you are disobeying God. And disobedience is a major sin before God. But I think that over time, revelation is progressive. You see that you might not necessarily go to hell. But you go to hell and start gnashing your teeth because of regret. How you suffered here for not honoring the tithe. You suffered unnecessarily. Because you can endure hell here on earth. Because the devourer will deal with you. And I shared a, a story in the first service about a sister in a church that was about two years old. The pastor used to pray with the sister and some other brethren, fasting and prayer time. You know, when they would go on a hideout and pray, and the sister was chasing businesses here and there and all of that. And then, boom, she had a major breakthrough. Seven million naira. This is about 25 years ago. Now, 7 million naira is about 70,000 Ghana now. Do you understand? 70,000 Ghana now is about maybe $15,000 or thereabout. Praise the Lord. Yeah. So, re now reverse to 25 years ago. How much that money is... The church was small. She said that the tithe is too big for the small church. The tithe is too big for the small church. So she made an arrangement to send a brother. She divided the tithe and she wanted to pay 
a greater portion of the tithe to a bigger ministry. So the arrangement she made, the brother she sent to go and pay the tithe. When the brother got the money, the brother chopped the money. That's it. Devara started right from there. He said, this money is not going to anywhere. I'm the Devara. And I think that that brother that chopped the money is highly spiritual. If the anointing here has propelled your testimony, you can't pay the tithe anywhere. This church is not too small to collect anything. Because the anointing here was not afraid to bring the testimony. He cannot be afraid to collect 10% out of what he brought. And let me tell you, under two years, the sister started begging to pay house rent. After receiving that money, she went back into begging. May God show you mercy. I didn't hear that. Amen. I said the Lord will show you mercy in the mighty name of Jesus. Clap your hands and bless the Lord. You have been listening to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 244 177 831 or 0204 916 168 or 0277 532 360. Join us on Sundays at 7 a.m. for the first service. 9.30 a.m. for the second service and 11.30 a.m. for the third service. On Wednesdays at 6 p.m. for our midweek and communion service. And on Saturdays at 6.30 a.m. for our morning flavor prayer services. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.